the way you word it, it makes it seem like it's going to be like depressing. Like, oh, I think, oh, I think it's going to be very depressing. You guys yeah, think like, it's going to be a, a, a wonderful grand old time? Yeah. Welcome to the Monarch Experience Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Ancona, and here at the Monarch Experience Podcast, we are all about giving students the platform to be able to voice their opinions about what matters most to them. And today, what matters most to them is the future. We're looking ahead, not just a few years, not just a couple of decades, but a hundred years into the future. And I will obviously, when I'm 136, listen back to this episode, and I will clearly be able to see whether or not our two wonderful guests were right. But before we jump into the future, let's take it back a second. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can follow us on TikTok at MonarchXP. See all the great things that our content creators are creating. Content creators are creating. What else would they do? Also, you can follow us on Twitter at the Monarch XP, and of course, you can check us out on Snapchat at the Monarch Experience Podcast. Let's get right into this. We've got two people from the future that are going to tell us what the world will look like <laughs> in a hundred years. Our first alien from another planet is Leora. Leora, say something to our audience. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Leora, tell us something about. The future. Um, what grade do you get on synthesis essay two? <laughs> Let's not even go a hundred years. What grade do you get on synthesis essay two? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. Why? Right it now. might it might subconsciously when I'm listening now and then when I'm re-listening when I'm editing it might infiltrate my subconscious and then I may end up giving oh, you that okay. grade. Uh, I get a I got a hundred. That's way too long. <laughs> right? You gotta at least play it cool and be like a ninety four. Yeah, I get in a solid ninety five. A hundred, Leora. <laughs> wow, Leora, it is great to have you on the podcast. Um, the future looks good. Apparently, I see. Hundred years from now, you get a hundred on the synthesis. I say, okay, that, that makes sense. Uh, Abigail, Abigail loves the fall. <laughs> Abigail, say something to our audience. Hello. That's it. You got so you guys have just hello. Yeah. That's it. Really? No. Unbelievable. Oh. I was I was hoping you would have said something more prophetic, something deeper, something uh, to to get them to get out of bed in the morning and go ahead and do great things. And speaking of beds, this episode is brought to you by Tempur-Pedic <laughs> and, and Bob's Furniture. Come get a Bobopedic. Just kidding. All right, Abigail, Leora, though you two are good friends, and I have the pleasure of having both of you as students. I don't really think we need a, a getting-to-know-you question, but because of the last episode with answering life's stupidest uh, unimportant questions, I figured we would, we would figure out a very unimportant question, too. What's your greatest fear? I would say my greatest fear is probably like definitely no, definitely like heights. Like even if I'm okay. just watching a video of heights, like I'm already like scared from there from that. Oh man. I used to be afraid of heights. Like no, like I can go on roller coasters and stuff like that. Me I'm, too, right? Yeah. Isn't that so bizarre? Like yeah. I could be strapped into a machine going upside down like a hundred miles an hour yeah. and I'm fine. But if you ask me to go like up on a ladder, <laughs> I- I'm like shaking. Yeah, when I was why like, is that? I don't know when I was like at a hotel, I was like ten, like like I don't know, like ten foot, like I couldn't even, I could barely step outside on the balcony, like my fear was just like that bad. Isn't that so crazy? I I'm like that too. I, I used to be like that. I mean, I say I used to be like that, but I still am. I try to sound tougher because after I went skydiving, uh, I feel like I kind of don't have a fear of heights when you jump out of a plane. So yeah. my advice to you to get over this is to jump out of a plane. Okay. Let me be more specific because this is recorded and uh, could oh. be testimony in a in a lawsuit. Um, when you are of legal age, skydive out of a plane. Okay. Not just don't just jump. Back on your way to Florida. <laughs> Excuse me, can you open that, please? My teacher told me this will help me get over my fear of heights. Um, yeah, skydive. Uh, it was amazing because like once you jump out of a plane, it's kind of like eh, I could go hang these Christmas lights up and be okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but I'm still a little scared. It's the getting down. Like if I'm on a ladder on a high ledge, it's more of like getting down than going up. Yeah, like sometimes like even the escalator freaks me out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you have to, have to like hang on tight to it. And then like you hit that little bump in the escalator where yeah. it like it, it like jolts and you're like, oh no! My big fear is falling backwards on the escalator. Yeah. Not yeah. falling forwards. But just falling backwards and not be able to know where I'm falling and then create a domino effect of knocking over every <laughs> single person. Or someone else falling and me being behind them and being like, what do I do? Obviously, step out of the way. Oh. Right? Like, you're on an escalator. Don't try to be a hero. Just step out of the way. There's just a group of kids. <laughs> a group of kids. They're young. They can handle it. I'm getting out of the way. I'm going to sidestep that person and they'll figure it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Abigail, what is your greatest fear? No, I was going to say the same thing. Whenever I'm like on a high surface, I always like, I get like, like, I don't know, like I'm shaking. Like, it's like, like acknowledging how high I am. Like if I'm like in a tall building, yeah. I'll like, like I'll like freak out. Good thing, good thing our school is on the first floor. It'd be really hard to learn. Yeah. <laughs> From the second. <laughs> From the oh. second floor. Yeah. Well, you know, Marlboro High School is so much nicer than our school. They have balconies, so you can do small group out on the balcony. <laughs> that would be uh, – no, that would be so dangerous. That would not be smart. Oh. That would be terrible, but that would be nice. Flexible yeah. seating, the balcony. We should extend the classrooms here, and we should have, like, a little patio. Like yeah. a garage door. That's like Dr. Farrell's, like, greenhouse. How yeah. that was, like, kind of, like – Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. We should redo it so that instead of the windows, you'd have a garage door that basically rolls up, and then you could just like instead of having to go out and bubble, like just go right out there. That'd be amazing. Who do we gotta talk to make that happen? Um, I think the ex- the executive <laughs> <laughs> executive branch. Yes, obviously. Uh, or the okay, legislative. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um obviously it's a good thing that uh both of our greatest all three of our greatest fears is not the future because that's what we're talking about we're talking about 100 years into the future uh, most job applications or most job interviews the trite overused question will be where do you see yourself in 10 years um and and in this one we're gonna say where do you see the world in 100 years and it does not look good. But I think before we start chatting about what the world's going to look like in 100 years, we should try to – I did some side research, and I looked at what the world looked like 100 years ago to kind of see how far we've come as a species and how much we're doomed in 100 years. Uh, Model T, that was like the car. Uh, most people didn't drive, though. So you're looking at like mass transportation. You're looking at like uh, public transportation – trains trolley cars horse and buggy uh, you're not really seeing too many cars out on the road i also didn't know that they didn't have gas stations which is like really crazy they just buy a tank of gas like in a grocery store and then fill it up uh silent film was it's not just black and white but it was just all silent film have you two ever seen a silent film no, no but i think i've seen like a movie where it was like there was a silent film in, it, I think. in the movie yeah I think oh so. that's meta you're watching a movie and they're watching a movie. I love that. Uh, yeah, the only silent film I've seen, I mean, obviously there's uh, Charlie Chaplin, Chaplin or whatever. He's like the famous guy with the mustache. Was Nosferatu, you know, like the first vampire movie or the first like Dracula movie? Dracula. Yeah, it, yeah, it was like, it's actually really freaky. Like, and if you look at some of the scenes where Dracula is like there, the vampire, it's scary, but it's all silent. So you're just seeing shadows and like a guy who's bald and just like, ah, just doing that. Uh, Eiffel Tower was the tallest building in the world, which speaking of heights, doesn't <laughs> feel that tall. Like when you think about like how much buildings have evolved and like how much taller they are. But like Eiffel Tower, have you ever been to France? Paris? No. Have you? Me neither. It is 984 feet. That's not That's that not bad, like though. that bad. A thousand to the tip. Wait. Wait, like a thousand like, to the tip. If you're like, like King Daka, like I would say that's like King Daka height. That's a great way to contextualize this. Is f- no four hundred and fifty six feet high. Oh, so like yeah, half of it. Yeah, yeah. But that that's not tall at all. When you think of like just the Empire Sh- uh, State Building, or you start thinking about like the Sears Tower in Chicago, like yeah, that's nothing. Uh, I could go up there and not be afraid. Uh, other things also this to me is the most interesting so like there's some things that i that we found that i think we're going to be talking a lot about like what the world will look like tangibly with uh technology but i think like societally the concept of teenager didn't exist like 
There was like when you were 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, you were just 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Like the concept of a teenager being rebellious or being lost and confused or trying to find him or herself didn't exist. Yeah, I think it was all just like preparation for like adulthood. Yeah. That's what they thought of. That's all. It was just like you're becoming a you're becoming a man, you're becoming a woman. Like that's that's it. There was no like teenager that was like a concept of time. You're a child, and then you're like you're almost an adult, uh, and that really kind of didn't get popularized until the '40s um, with movies talking about the idea of being a teenager and what that means. We did all this with coming of age. We were yeah. talking about the bridge, yeah. and so much of that was kind of made like that was actually like fabricated by society. So like that's a kind of cool thing to think that 100 years ago, your genre, no, your age group kind of wasn't an age group. It was just like, eh, get ready to be an adult. <laughs> Women couldn't vote, so that's kind of crazy. Hundred years ago, yeah, yeah. The toasters were brand new, and the zipper was basically about to be invented, like the zipper. The zipper. Yeah, zip. like on jeans or on jackets or like literally the zipper. Um, Did they like? They just didn't have anything to. They probably no, had they buttons. Have buttons. They yeah. have, and it was called the separable fastener. Like oh, zipper. Okay. The word zipper didn't take on. Like didn't take steam until like five years later which is pretty nuts I-, I couldn't imagine a world without zippers obviously like jeans didn't exist right so like there's no yeah crazy uh penicillin didn't exist yet <clears throat> we're still like five years off from penicillin and like a lot of modern medicine that we use that kills like any type of viral yeah. infection uh, they use leeches often like because oh, the idea they was like suck the blood to suck the, the blood, oh, yeah, and, yeah, and they would make them like uninfected. Yeah, like, like what idiots we were, right? A hundred years ago, um, leeches is there are some things where leeches could be used and it actually could be healing, but uh, yeah, I think if I get a really nasty infection, I'd much rather penicillin than be like, all right, have these blood sucking, <laughs> disgusting snail things, and then to me. Just a crazy thing, but alcohol was illegal, but heroin and cocaine were basically prescribed over the counter, that's, where you can go wow, to your grocery that's store. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, actually. like cough syrup and cough medicine had heroin and it had cocaine in it, and people could just oh, I'm so sick. Then, like, be... people like get addicted to. Like, oh yeah, of course they get yeah. addicted to cough syrup, and like it wasn't until years later where they started realizing like oh shoot, this stuff is addictive and it's. Like, that's becoming a huge problem. Did they start changing things? But out, we were in the middle of the temperance movement. Alcohol is illegal. You two did a great job with starting to think about, like, just, like, technology in the future. And, like, toaster ovens are technology, right? So 100 years ago, we didn't even have a way to toast bread. I mean, forget about microwaves. Those are decades away still. Where do you kind of see technology and maybe homes or houses, uh, phones, transportation, Wherever you guys want to go with this, how do you see technology evolving in the future? Well, so, like, I would say, like, definitely, like, protection would definitely be, like, like just, like, with the technology, like, protection, like, for your houses, like, cars, that stuff. Everything, like, I wouldn't say, I'd, like, it would be, like, digital. Like, do you not need, like, a fi- – I wish I had my keys on me. Like, like, are, are physical keys going to be obsolete? I would say, yeah. I, I could see that, too. And, like, I know not how you can just, like, type in, like, on your door. Like, if you type mm. in that in, like, that. Like, even that, like, I don't know. Like, you would just have something. Like, so, like the passcode? Maybe it would be, like, face recognition. Probably facial house. recognition. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, Abigail, what do you think? I think smart homes will become more, like, popular. Like, Are you synced to all the same devices in your house? And yeah. you could basically just be, like... Want the oven on. I think, like, yeah. going back to, like, what Leora said, I think more things, like, appliances in the house, like, maybe they'll have more, like, prote- like protection, like... Um, Safety features? Yeah. I'm like, guessing, like, an oven, like, you couldn't have, like, a kid couldn't yeah, like, open the oven. Yeah. Literally, even though you can physically open it, they couldn't open it, maybe? Like, maybe it's all fingerprinted? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I could see that. And, like, everything else, it would be, like, definitely a lot of voice-activated stuff. Like, sure. Like, you've, like, even though it's, like, Alexa and, like, stuff like, Alexa, turn on the lights, turn off the lights. It would be more, like, something else. Like, you don't wouldn't even need to say it. It would be, like, like turn the water on. Like, something like that, maybe. Yeah, I've seen, like, oh, people, like, um, the shower. they, like, I think I've seen, like, in movies, people were talking to their house. Like, their actual house, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> was, like, that was crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, it would be, like, 
Alexa fix the leak in the roof? And would it just start to like 3D print <laughs> over it? No, I don't. Like, could you fix things like that? I like, would say, like, I don't think so. Like, I think. No, no, I would say like there probably be, like a lot of like self like building. Like, you wouldn't need like like just like construction maybe. Yeah. Like, a lot more like maybe like I don't want to say robots, but it would definitely like something like that to really like help out with like the process. Of, like, I mean, we say it. robots, and we think that sounds so like ah, but like we have AI. Yeah, that's like which really is a robot, crazy. right? Like I mean, Alexa, Alexa, not Alexa, Alexa's in our period one, uh, but Alexa <laughs> is like AI in a way. It's it's programmed artificial intelligence to like know. Oh man, do you tell uh, when Alexa says "Have a nice day" or "I hope you have a nice Tuesday"? Do you tell her? Like back? No, because like sometimes I just like turn off the like the sound feature on my Alexa because it's just like oh. it's so weird to like think about. She's like, gonna, really? the robots are gonna destroy you. Yeah, oh. like, they are definitely gonna destroy you. They oh. will save my family during the <laughs> yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, hundred years no, when robots are popular, yeah. they'll come after Leora. They are gonna come after you. Like, we know the Gertzberg. <laughs> no, they just... are the ones that didn't say. I hope you're having a great day too. <laughs> no, I always say, she'd be like, I hope your Tuesday is going great. I'll be like, you too. <laughs> Like, no, like, I would say, like, definitely just, like, from how much AI is today. Yeah. Like, it's going to develop, like, so much yeah, more like in the future. Yeah, like, it's going to advance, like, more. Crazy. What other tangible examples of AI can you think of? I read, I kind of skimmed, an article that uh, Mrs. Ricker and uh, Mrs. Botsford shared with us about, like, programming how to write for students. And there's, there were, there were I, I kind of skimmed it, but there was, there were some really strong feelings about it, and I kind of think I, I side on this, about needing to know how to do the process of writing and not just knowing how to put it in an algorithm and have it spit out, like, grammarly, like, oh, fix this. But, like, understanding the process of, like, how do I get there is more important than actually just getting there, if that makes sense. And I think the more AI we have, the more or the less we have to actually do uh, and the more we can just simply kind of just say like a command and then it'll be done for us. Like where else do you see AI playing a, a factor? No offense, but probably teachers in the future <laughs> wouldn't be too yeah. much. Yeah. Cause like, like just like with Google, like I like just type something in, boom, you have like automatic results there. Um, you're saying that my job could just easily be done by a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think, that, I mean, we, we totally are moving there a lot more and more, like, gradually, right? And all these changes, we're trying to, like, prognosticate a hundred years, but nothing happens just overnight. It's not like it's going to change that fast. It's going to slowly change over time, kind of to a point, I think, where you kind of don't realize that things are changing, right? That's kind of, like, the beauty or also the scary thing about, like, technology is that things slowly change. Like, the phone didn't look like this when we first created it, right? Like it was the stupid little like talk into one end and hold the other thing into your ear. Uh, anyway, but like, so you think teachers can basically be replaced in a hundred years? I think so. Yeah. I, like, I, I think so too. <laughs> I think but so like, too. It's okay. You still have like some more years. Like before you oh, good. I, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was going to teach until I'm 136 <laughs> and then go, uh oh, time to retire. <laughs> Oh, no, they're replacing me. I'm out of here. Let me go enjoy my retirement. Oh, wait. I'm just a floating head inside of like a cryogenic freezer because that's how they would preserve me. I think that if I still was teaching until 136, like I would just be like, you guys ever see the Power Rangers like with Zordon? No. Uh, I'd be just a floating head inside of like a, like a hologram. Like in like a fishbowl kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I saw that. I kind of saw that like one time in like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid book where it was like yes, drag like yes. in the future. Yeah. That's what I would be. I would just yeah. be a floating head, um, like hologram like. You'd be like, Mr. Ancona, can you come over here? I'd be like, no, I cannot. Uh, okay, so what's school going to look like? like? What else with school is going to look so different in 100 years? Abigail, what do you think? Um, I think like people, like like students, they'll, I think they'll be more like well-behaved. I think like as time goes on, they'll adapt to like being more i don't know like what's the word like independent yeah okay and what uh, like h how does that happen i guess like what changes maybe societally that we get there what changes with like the system or the structure with school in a hundred years like what do you think schools have changed so much in a hundred years 
just in the idea of like we've allowed choice. Like you can pick electives. The a hundred years ago, the idea of like you can pick certain classes depending on your interest is insane. Like that's not a a concept. It was you had like one teacher or you know a few teachers and they just taught you. Um, there's no small group. Like there's no like it's just here. I'm gonna tell you information. And it's changed so much more with like hands-on learning and hands-on activities and simulations, lab activities, things like that. Um, where do you see – how do schools, I guess, change? Okay. So I definitely – like when I was thinking of this, I was really thinking like – Is there a physical school? Like I was thinking more like different approach. I was thinking more like definitely like nature school somewhere like that. Uh, do you know like crunchy parents kind of thing? I've never eaten a parent. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's like people who are like more like laid back. Okay. Like they're they're like, called crunchy parents. Yeah, like they don't like don't follow the typical like norms in society, okay. and they kind of like like some like part is like they can like send their kids to like like I want to say like alternative or like nature school where okay. it's like not as many like where like rules, rules are like definitely different. I don't feel like there'd be a lot more of them like in the future because like like. As like I don't know, like as like the like as the generations like go by, like yeah. it's probably gonna be like a lot more like laid back, a little bit more like relaxed, not as stressful. Okay, I see. Ooh, it's so interesting. I kind of see it going. I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know. So Abigail, like I, I know you were kind of talking about like um, schools themselves, like that. There's not this need to come into a school and to learn. Do you? How do you see learning looking? You mentioned like chips. Do you think that like they're implanted with knowledge, like time release knowledge? You know, yeah. you hit like update your phone later and then you schedule a time. Like, are you programmed to just like upload information like mm-hmm. at five, at six, at seven, at 13? Like, like, what's this look like? Like, I guess, yeah, like um, at certain like points in your life, you'll be like, um, like your knowledge will like update i guess like i love the like, like the phrase <laughs> just updating like um i guess for like for the chips um maybe it won't be like mandatory but it'll be like really popular like cell phones like how like everyone has like not everyone but like most of the world has it's, yeah, them it's popularized. like I, th- yeah. I think like more kids and more adults will like start they like want them like cuz it would be probably Chipping your kid would probably would it I guess allow. Them I guess to they have, would normalize it. Right, no? it would just like, be like you're going to have a better chance of being successful. Yeah. It'd be no different than like your parents sitting down with you to do your homework when you're a kid. Yeah, I think they'll take like now like some students are like stressed with work and how they like feel like the other students know more than the other than the others. So with chips, they'll every student will like basically know the same i guess okay so it'll also be less stressful with work if they already like if they're the knowledge is implanted like mm. this feels like the giver it would yeah and it would be kind of just like maybe it'd be like oh like with your yearly shots like you would just come in like a new chip oh my god <laughs> like yeah that's like, yeah like right everyone gets it it's so normalized like shots right yeah and i mean there's gonna be people just like with with medicine and shots that are gonna say no i don't want to do that and they're gonna they're gonna do their own thing but i think the way to word it is like it's just gonna be normalized oh my god that's so insane it takes away the idea of learning and it's more of just knowledge acquisition I know how to do this. Not I'm learning how to do this. Yeah, but then that like definitely like takes. I'm like, just, like, so glad I'll be that dead. Takes, like, like, by then. <laughs> <laughs> that takes like, like just like the process of like learning how to, like I would also like I want to do like more like physical things. Like, would you just know like how to ride a bike? Or do you automatically know how to do it? Yeah, like would and you then just, like, like all those memories of like learning how to ride a bike with your family or like learning how to play catch. I'm I'm like talking about like very typical like american eyes things like playing catch with your dad in the front yard right like but like all of those things and like the process and the memories like baking cookies for the hot like are those all gone because you don't need to learn how to do it you just like just know i want cookies and then like the oven just shoots out cookies <laughs> at you like oh, there's no oh, like ju- the henry danger like no, the, no. Uh, like 
You know how they like have yeah. the machine. Yeah. No, that's like a scene there's in the like, Back to the Future. There's, there's like no joy. It's just like I want cookies, and like boom, the cookies are there. No, that's like how like in like a scene like Back to the Future, the second one, they're like they're like put like a frozen pizza. No, like I don't think it was a pizza. Yeah. It was like boom, and then boom, like a full pizza. Like astronaut food pizza. almost. Uh, do we even have food then? Like, do we have food? Do we need food? I'm sure we can talk about food and sustainability of that stuff later. But like at that point, there's no need to cook the process if we're going to get rid of the process of learning then there's likely going to be there's no need to do a process of right i'm going to sound like a teacher here so be ready but like everything is a process of learning like that's kind of like the whole idea of living is like you're learning how to do everything you're learning how to socialize with people you're learning how to interact with peers you're like you're learning literally everything you're learning how to be funny my son was like, people don't laugh when I make jokes. I'm like, that's because you're not funny. Like, like, your jokes aren't funny. Like, they literally don't make sense. You have to learn how to tell a joke. There's a setup and a punchline. So like, let's start working on it. But like, I was showing him how to like, come up with like a joke. And it's a process. But it's a process, right? And like, but cooking is a process. I love cooking. Like, I actually enjoy cooking. Like, the actual like, hands-on and waiting. Do, do you do you like cooking? Yeah, I like okay. cooking. Like, do you? Yeah. Okay, like, so that's gone. There's no cooking. It's just food. It's ready. It's there. And then if that's the case, cooking food that you, like, you know what went into it, and that's what makes it sometimes so much more delicious. You know, the effort, the love, the time, the prep. That's what makes some foods more expensive. Like, oh, it, it's very, like, time-consuming. That's what makes foods, like, even more, a meal even more appreciative. And you're like, oh, yeah, it was marinating for, you know, two hours. Or I slow-cooked it for eight do we even need food? Can we just take pills? Yeah, like I would definitely be like, oh, like that's like like pills. Like they would definitely like more normal. Like I would say like normalize them, but like they'll definitely like help you out with anything and everything. Any nutrient deficiency, like you don't need to gain access to whatever food or vegetable or plant. Like you can just have it synthetically made, and yeah. it will give you the nutrients, the calories, the car- like the macronutrients or whatever. But there's no taste. I've seen a, a scene in Willy Wonka when he made the gum with all the meals in it. Okay. That's, I don't but know. But then it's like I don't so bland. No, it wouldn't be bland. You would, it would, you would, you would taste it. You would taste it. But then it like, you would be like, you oh. would get You would get everything you need from the meal, the nutrient, the food, but you wouldn't. And oh, well, that opens up so many other things. How do people go on dates then? Because isn't the common way to socialize over food? What do you want to do? Let's go to Applebee's. Or what do you want to do? Let's go get food together. Or like, let's go on a date. I'll pick you up and let's go to dinner. Like, and it's the act of literally sitting down for a meal over two hours. Like, what are you going to do? Like, let's go on a date. Like, I'll take my pill. You take yours. And now what? <laughs> yeah, like, you just like stop by the supermarket before like, pick up yeah. the pill. Like, <laughs> and Boom, you could do everything so much more fast paced. I mean, and the idea then becomes, oh, wow, you have so much more time for everything else. Wait, when you you don't it... have to cook for an hour and then eat for a half an hour, eat for an hour. There's, re- there's no socializing, Abigail. In restaurants, wouldn't they also have the thing with like the pre-made food? Like, um... With what we talked about, the, the machine to just, just get food, wouldn't that? Would you even need that when you can just have it synthetically made as a pill? I think, oh. like, restaurants don't exist. So they would go out of business. I think there would just be the concept of going to eat at a restaurant is a social is a social event. It's a thing that we do socially where I'll sit down across from you and we will put food into our faces and we'll talk and we'll share a meal we'll share an experience i don't think you need that when all you're doing is like popping your protein your vegetable your fiber (laughs) and like depending on maybe like your your bmi like like your your weight your height your goals like i think you literally you're literally synthetically creating like the quote perfect humans yeah oh i don't like any of this like would that like affect like people's like bodies because like right now like i actually like people like it can eat whatever but then like later it could just be like like this is the specific thing for you like you can only eat yeah i don't think i I don't think then you would i mean i guess you could take more because like this opens so many more doors that are horrifying the way you word it it makes it seem like it's gonna be like depressing (laughs) oh i think oh i think it's gonna be very depressing you guys think it's gonna be a a, a wonderful grand (laughs) old time (laughs) i think the more that you get away from 
the doing of something and you focus more on getting the result out of it, you lose a lot of what makes that thing truly enjoyable. And a lot of it is really just shared experience. This is just my opinion. Like it's a lot of shared experiences. So again, like it's going to dinner with someone. It's going and sharing a meal with that person or it's cooking with a person together and making it. That is kind of like the the more fun part than it is the like check out these cookies that we made. Like the cookies are fun, but it's usually about the experience because then you remember, oh, remember when we made those cookies together? Oh, remember we cooked that meal? Or oh man, I remember when we went out to dinner and this happened. Like I think a lot of it is like the shared experience. Like if you're going somewhere, it's to like why go to the movies? Like the concept of watching a movie in a crowded place is really bizarre. Like I'm gonna go sit in a packed room and we're all gonna watch the movie and we're all gonna abide by the rules of like being silent. But it's a shared experience. Like, oh, we're gonna go out to go do that. I mean, what's like, your what's your reaction to all this? Because like, I would say just like because like it would just be like so normalized. Like, oh, I know that, I know that. Like, I don't want to do that because I already like someone else. Like, the, like the AI can make that for me. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. Why cook so your own meal weird. when I, it can do it for you? Yeah, but that's gonna be like much more easier. Like, just like daily life. I feel like I've startled you both. Leora, go ahead. <laughs> I kind of want to like change it to over to like animals and how like their population is going to be. Yeah, how do you think? Well, it ties in with food really well, right? Definitely so many populations going to be extinct. Like, like what? What's the first one to go? Okay. Maybe like bears? Pan- <laughs> no. I, I hope that the bears go last. No. <laughs> I'm so scared of bears. No, like, I don't know. I would, just like from now, like, Pandas, pandas, maybe. okay. Polar, maybe polar. Yes, I don't really know. get rid of the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> but then it would be like, and because like from that, like there would be definitely like meat, like that would be a big, huge, like going down. down Do you think down. meat is sustainable in fifty years, let alone hundred? Not really. Yeah, that's uh, that that's what I've kind of been. I don't want to say hearing a lot, but that's kind of uh. That's kind of the belief that like meat is not going to be sustainable and that you'd have to find a lot of plant based, like the impossible stuff. That's why it's kind of being created is to try to figure out how to make a meat flavor without meat. That's kind of like. I don't want that. Because <laughs> like. Just like. Like food, like just from like where we are, like right now, with like population and stuff yeah. like. I would say, like, definitely, like, a lot of plants also would, like, the, like, the growth of them, like, they would probably go down, definitely. Okay. Well, I mean, once you start having certain animals go extinct, right, like, ecosystems could collapse. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where, like, food sources, plants, like, a lot of things start to kind of chain of events. Uh, so, Leora, you're saying that you think that animals go extinct, but Abigail, you're saying new species are created. This yeah. sounds like Frankenstein-level stuff. <laughs> I think science will like maybe study the animals that we have now and maybe um, maybe they'll either take their some of their DNA and maybe combine it into like another animal. I don't know, like another animal's DNA. What what would be the intent for that? Is that food or is that to reestablish ecosystems? Is that I, yeah, just for kicks and giggles just because we can? That sounds th- like Jurassic Park. I think if animals if more animals are going extinct that then the maybe their intent is to create new sources of food like, so we oh that feels weird so we create fake food right with fake animals to replenish what we've destroyed that does sound weird. i could see it though like it tot- it completely makes sense like if we have the power to be able to do it we would literally just be farming like, we would just be creating animals to farm. Which is bizarre. Yeah. And, like, also, like, I would say, like, global warming. Yeah. That would go, like, really badly. Like, like I would be even more, like, 20 years, like, 10, 20. Yeah. It's already, like, pretty bad, like, where we are right now. How do you now. think that would affect – what other things does that have an effect on? Obviously, the environment and nature, uh, 100 years. 
from like is the planet hotter in a hundred years is that too soon yeah yeah i would feel like definitely the planet from like what we're just like with all like factories and stuff we're just like making it hotter like day by day and like as time goes by like like i would say like there's definitely going to be like a lot more hotter in a lot more places oh well if we're making if we're making animals abigail right like we have to be having plants to make them so that totally i could see what what uh, Leora saying makes sense. Yeah. Well, it feels like we're writing a like a sci-fi horror book. Like, would you say that we would all be like vegans or like vegetarians, like in the future? But you said that plants would die. Yeah, that's that's the problem, right? If like you're losing but certain then, like, plants, how would we get food in the first place if all animals were dead? How would we even like? That's what we don't how, know. How yeah. would we even get it into like a pill? Like we don't you'd have know. To, that's you'd have why to, we're thinking. So as we continue to paint this grim and uh, desolate future that we'll all be living in, this feels like Terminator kind of. Uh, I keep on thinking about just like Back to the Future, like all yeah, movies, it's all like, well, which is so fun because like Back to the Future has like hoverboards, right? And that was like you know in the fifties and in the eighties, like the belief of the future was always what everything like flying, everything's flying, right? Hoverboards, flying cars, uh, and like we're we're i mean we're in the future now from those movies that have kind of given us that depiction of like what the future looks like like every movie from the 50s 60s 70s back to the future they always are talking about the future and in those movies the future was like four years ago that's so disappointing like right when you watch it is it though because you have like a billion dollar like computer in your hand with your phone and like that's pretty amazing yeah. Or, or you just want the aesthetic of like that's what they said flying stuff. No, cuz like flying like like right now like like I mentioned that like 100 years from now there's probably going to be like hoverboards. But then like 50 years ago that's what people thought too and yeah. we don't And it them. never happened. Like we never had I think just hoverboards just kind of never took off as like a need. Like what's cool about? I a think it was just like a want. It was yeah. just it was just what people were ex- like expecting when they thought of the future. Yeah, like oh, that's gonna be so cool. We can have hoverboards. Like, and well, let's go here and then we'll we'll keep talking. So like Back to the Future, obviously, like that did it. Um, cars, you think are gone? Yeah. Okay. So, like the fuel from cars, like that, just like even today, like can like does a lot to our ecosystem. Yeah, I don't know how sustainable that's going to be that we're going to have using fuel for cars in a, in 100 years. The nice thing about making uh, guesses about 100 years is no one's going to be able to tell me tell us that we're wrong. So we could just like make these bold <laughs> predictions. Like, no. who, ca- who cares? Imagine like 100 years from now someone sues us. <laughs> sues us. I-, I can't wait for someone who's listening to the podcast. Episode 70 billion. Um episode of the podcast where they're like you you guessed that we wouldn't have gasoline so I'm like gas and oil tycoon is gonna be like and we do <laughs> yeah uh what else do you think changes as far as technology in a hundred years um technology i would say like definitely like phones like i, I would say like this would just be like like when they think about it, it's gonna be like so simple they're gonna have something like way more advanced. I, I think. Would say. I think this is in you. Like if you've got the chip. Yeah, like you don't, there's no need for the phone you anymore. You don't need the physical thing. It's just gonna keep getting bigger. And, like you, you, we see the progression of this. That like phones were on the wall like those, and then they got smaller and they were pocket size. Or no, they were huge, right? In our car, like the car phone, and then they got smaller, and smaller, and then they were like the flip phone. They were tiny. They were like five inches at most. And then the BlackBerry, and then they kind of the iPhone, and then they got bigger. And now they're literally so big, like they don't fit in any type of pant pockets. You have to do like the half of it sticking out of your back pocket, yeah. and like they just don't fit. Um, I think it just keeps getting bigger until eventually you make the switch or transition. I mean, how to many the chip. How, how many more changes can you make to the phone already? Like as add many more as people, cameras, as many as people oh, will buy. It's gonna be a lot. As many like, as people will buy. I think it starts by doing some kind of linkage to your all of your accounts, right? You're streamlining everything. And then eventually, like 50 years later, like Abigail, we were saying, the chip. I think you just get the chip. And then you could hologram. You know Iron Man? 
Yeah. You know how Tony Stark just literally just swipes the air and the yeah. hologram comes on? Like that. Like that's what that's what your phone is gonna look like because you are going to be your phone. Or maybe I was thinking something like like you just look at your wrist and then like it's inside yeah. of you. Yeah, right. It's you're born with it. You get the chip put in you, and it's like, or you could get the chip just like when you pierce your ears. Like, <clears throat> when'd you get your ears pierced? But then, like, how would like kids just like deal with the influence of like the technology? That's like, the problem. Is it's just happening all the time. Yeah. And remember, you're not learning anything in your world. There's no need to learn. Then wouldn't people just be like dumb? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think people can be dumb. Like D U M, dumb. Leora spelling dumb in her head right now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, I, I know you guys were talking about education and thinking like, oh, the advancements and everything. People are gonna be smarter. And like, I think with all those advancements, I think it's the decline that happens, not the advancement. Yeah, because like. They wouldn't be. Why do we need to learn? They wouldn't be learning anything. You said that was okay. Well, no. Well, well, Abigail, you were like, you were like, I don't need to learn. This is going to be perfect. We're going to get chipped, and it'll be normalized. Well, that's the expectation. It's not. Yeah. It's not. No. It's it's going to be normalized, but it's not. It's not beneficial in any way. Oh no, no, not at all. Those are two different conversations. (laughs) You can just talk through your brain. Right. Like, is there a way to? I mean, look, if it's chipped. I mean, you'd when, have every ability that your I phone has. Like, Can right. you like text in your brain almost? Yeah, like, right. And if like if I could say if I could pull up the speaker and just auto and like voice to text, and if I am this device or this device is in me or something, can I just communicate with you? Yeah, like you you have the same ability as your phone does. Like you can you can call, you can text. That's horrifying. Right. Yeah. And then people, I think people's concerns are immediately going to be like, does that mean any stranger can communicate like somewhat telepathically? It's like, like can well, get in your head. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like any and influence you. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like social media. Yeah. That any yeah. person can get in your head, so to speak, and influence you. It doesn't sound any different. It just is a different way to do it. You guys packed your tinfoil hats, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's how we should have recorded this. Because I'm freaking myself out, man. Uh, I sound like the world's biggest conspiracy theorist. Leora, go ahead. I kind of want to talk about like this movie that I just like remember. What movie? Twelve Monkeys. Oh no, I have heard of it. Wait, who's in it? Uh, Bruce Willis. I have uh, heard of it. It's so like I watched the first like thirty minutes, like an hour. It was so. Like I had like I think I had like a nightmare about that night because it was so weird to think about. That was like that book for me where I was like yeah. I couldn't I couldn't read it. I had to stop. This, so what's the premise? So it was filmed in the nineties. So it was like this like presence like in the this even like twenty thirty in the twenty thirties like and like there's like a plague going around like that like destroys the population of okay. the population of the world. Okay. And then like and this guy this prisoner he was like recruited to go back to the 1990s and like gather information about it before it happened okay so your classic go back in time to stop it before it happens yeah but okay. then he gets sent to like this like mental hospital or something and he's like tries to has to like escape and, like, because nobody it. ever is like i'm from the future <laughs> you like yeah can you know what can you walk through these doors please right now <laughs> can you hand over all sharp objects all right good job put on this jacket it's on backwards no it's not we're gonna cross your arms over your wings <laughs> like, like in real life i love that the movie is handling it realistically like in real life anyone who i don't care if it's true anyone even if they had scientific proof but they're like i have traveled through time like i bet you have look at you you're so cute <laughs> so what happens then in this they're, they're trying to stop so I, it's just like this one guy and he has to like try to like he, I know, he, he has, like, this, like, like woman, no, I think she's, like, a doctor who, like, he has to, like, try to, like, make her, she, he has to, like, try to convince her, like, he is actually from the future, and, like, he needs to, like, escape to okay. get back with his, like, information. <clears throat> That's so interesting. And this movie, like, startled you. Oh, because, like, the ending was, like. It was, oh, the ending was, like, kind of weird about it. Because it was, like, it was a whole loop. The guy. Oh. Yeah, like, it was, like, a never-ending loop with, like, he, like, he could never stop the fate of it happening. And then he gets there and then has to go back and try. Yeah, and it's, like, just, like, the same oh, loop. I feel like he has to, like, he tries to, like, 
I, I, I literally, I'm thinking back to it. And I just remember he has to, like, he has to, like, try to kill him before, like, himself. himself. Like, in the past. So, like, in the night from the 90s. Oh, does he? Re- so, he realizes that he's, like, a part of the problem? Yeah, like, he's oh, cool. Good. There's a Twilight Zone that's episode that's kind of like that, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, going back to, like, t- uh, transportation. Time machines? Do you think it's going to happen? Ooh, like... Which one have you said yes? Abigail, that was you. You said time machines. Yeah, you I said did. time Talk machines. to us, crazy oh. person. <laughs> time machines get created. Put on your put on your put on your tinfoil hat. <laughs> tell us how time, tell us how you're from the future. <laughs> okay. I thought that since What does Leora get on her second synthesis essay since you're from the future? Um I'll be nice. I'll give no, her, no, like, don't be nice. <laughs> tell me the tell me the truth. Um She can handle it. I can handle it. Give you like I have to find my theme. So tell me what give theme you like I do at least. A, like a ninety nine point nine nine nine. Wow, wow. So she's not from the future. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> okay, Abigail. She's from the past. She's looking at seventh grade. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> she's either. Uh, I got nineties on. I got ninety nines on everything in seventh grade. <laughs> like great. Just handed out 90s like nonstop. You showed up today. Here's a 99. Great job. Okay. Uh, That's what you should do. (laughs) Yeah, I should. I will not. Um, So, time machines, is that, do you think it's realistic? Okay, now that we've. In 100 years. Well, for being realistic, I think maybe. Maybe they'll, like, um, maybe they'll start, like, testing it, maybe. Okay. If they can make. If they can um, get the right um, form of technology for the the chips, maybe okay. they can. I don't know, like I don't know. But then, like, how does time travel work? Right, and That's like so weird. So like, you're like, like at for like just like even if it's just for a second, you're out. You, are is there it just like a, like a are there different universes that are like running parallel? Is it? How does that? I don't like, even how know how they would be? test it. Like I don't. I like a th- I have, like such a weird question. I've been asking for like. You want to talk about the Mandela effect? Uh, so like, let's say like a person like they can they're for example they're like a time traveler yeah. and they like leave a universe. Okay. What happens to that universe? Right. Because nobody ever talks about like what happens in it when they left it. Like yeah. Do, do they have no? Do they like? The yeah yeah. Are people like, like hey, where's Bob? Like, <laughs> I haven't seen Bob. I haven't seen Bob in a couple years. Like, yeah. he, he kind of is important, like in our group. And like, or, yeah, like, do they just time travel? Just so are they just, or is that how people who disappear, where they go, missing people or re- oh. <laughs> Hold on, let me fasten. Wait, hold, on. Let me, hold on, let me fasten my tinfoil hat a little bit more. Wait, so make sure the government isn't listening. In. I don't. Oh. See any, I don't see any pigeons. I think we're okay. <laughs> so all right, I fasten my tinfoil hat. So missing people really are just people who have time traveled and they're missing from our universe. You never know. That's like my theory. Like, where do they go? They go to another universe. So next time you get the newspaper and it's like missing child. Oh, this is terrible. We should joke about this. Missing child. They're really just in another universe. They've time traveled. And they look like children in our universe because they're from the future and they're adults there. So when they time travel to our universe, they become kids again. This episode is just going to be titled "Mr. Ancona Goes Cuckoo." <laughs> Mr. Ancona Goes Cuckoo featuring Leora and Abigail. <laughs> Guys, don't say anything too suspicious. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. Like, oh, seriously! <laughs> the second that we, uh, the second that I publish this, there's literally gonna be a knock on like our door. Like that's how you're gonna know that I that I hit I hit like publish because you're gonna hear like knock knock and like the men in black are gonna show up at your door. Uh, what about time? What about cars? I know I told you guys about kind of like my theory about what's going to – self-driving cars are just going to slowly and slowly become more and more normalized, right? That's our word that we're kind of using a lot um, to a point where like just cars don't – people won't drive cars. Like my grandkids won't be born into a world where you can drive a car. And they'd be like, Grandpa, you had to drive your own car? And be like, yeah, and it was fun. (laughs) Actually, it was a lot of fun. I sometimes just go driving just to drive. (laughs) And they'd be like, that's stupid. You couldn't do – I think like once we start – Figuring, I mean, we're constantly always trying to figure out ways to multitask and get more done. Well, you can get more done if you're traveling and not having to be focused on driving. Accidents. I mean, you're you're never gonna go faster 
then your car is meant to go. Like it's going to go what speed it is supposed to go on, but there's no, there's no human error. There's no distracted driver. There's no tired driver. There's no um, driver that doesn't see another car, right? Like it's just all going to be like sensed, which I guess is a good thing in that sense. Yeah, but like it's just like kind of weird to think about how like, like, like okay, like my car, like it, it's not gonna make any mistakes. Like I trust it with my whole life. And I don't like, know if I'd, e- I don't know if like, I'd ever, because like, you're born into a world where you've been in th- either in a car accident or you've seen car accidents or like you understand. I mean, you guys are not driving yet, but when you start driving, like I just think giving up control is gonna be really hard. For my generation, too. Like, your generation may be a little easier, but, like, giving up control and, like, just letting a car drive itself, I don't know if I'd be okay with it. I think the self-driving cars would be more dangerous, actually. Yeah? Because they can get, like... Overrun by Alexa. (laughs) Yeah. They can... There's Leora crossing the street. (laughs) I hope she has a great day right now. What if Alexa turns into, like, drones and I just follow you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, Abigail, why do you think it'd be more dangerous? Cars... They can get, like... um, There could be a milk... Malfunctions, sure. or there can be their cars can get like um, hijacked, or like um, I remember watching a show once. <laughs> um, this girl, she was in a car, and it was like based off the show was based off of the future. Okay, and she was in the car, and um, or maybe it was actually yeah, no, she was in the car, and she was driving, and then she told the car like stop. Or like the car takes it takes over and it's like yeah, I will not stop. It it was it was like a, like error error and like it just went like kept going and it didn't stop and she got in like a crash and it, it's like okay. like or like it got hijacked like the car got like interesting it got, yeah. I mean the idea would be too like it would know where you want to go right because your chip would be all synced just like your I mean your hey look it kind of sounds not that crazy now that I'm saying it out loud. Uh, your Google accounts are all synced, right? Like your aren't, aren't like your multiple devices with your same Google account kind of all synced together. You can import bookmarks, let's say, for example, from one device to another. Uh, you can do your single sign in with Google to everything. Sign in through Google. But then, what about like hackers and stuff? Well, yeah, but I'm just thinking like your phone, fo- your car would be literally programmed with your devices, so you wouldn't have your phone where you pull up like MapQuest and like put in directions you would literally just like where am i going you just i'm going to chipotle and then like it would just take you there because it would know it would all be synced i guess yeah hijackers would be a problem hackers would be a problem what about like um, you're just hacking into people's cars and being like drive them (laughs) off a cliff (laughs) like like just like would it be like cars would be like all electronic? Like, like would yeah, there I think be so. need for gas? I, no, I think I think at this point we're looking at a world where there's no gas. Yeah, that's right. Where I it's all electronic. Uh, whoa, man, this is insane. Uh, <laughs> Abigail, Leora, this was a ton of fun. Even though it sounds like we basically have predicted a future in a hundred years that it's going to be really bleak, um, filled with no joy, and really depressing. But this <laughs> was not depressing. This was filled with joy. Uh, and you guys are welcome on anytime. This was a ton of fun. This episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give away free ep- a free tinfoil hat for our <laughs> listeners uh, so that they can listen with a tinfoil hat and really kind of get very festive. Uh, hey, listen, in 100 years, we do this again and we see what we got right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Sounds good. See I'll, I'll see you then. Until then, stay safe. Stay hungry. See you later.